Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you talking about on the show this week? Later on today's show, TikTok saved a life? And we're going to discuss the Travis Scott Astral World tragedy, hopefully with some nuance. What about you? Very interesting subject matter. This week, we talk about Scottie Pippen's red hot Michael Jordan comments, and we try to decipher an audio illusion. But as always, we give you a peek of what's going on in our heads. I have a weird obsession, Tyler. A weird obsession. You have, I, you have many obsessions. I have many weird obsessions. And they're all weird. But most of them cannot be used to entertain the masses. And I think that this one can. And this is actually very factual. And you're going to back me up on it, as you very rarely do, because you're a bad brother. I'm the bad brother. You're the bad brother. I'm yeah. the bad brother. I act out because I feel like there is no love. I, I deal with a lot of abandonment. But now's not the time for that obsession well, with truth. You're probably right about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're very closed off. And I just feel like I'm alone most of the time. But tell me whether or not I'm doing a thing for the show or if this is real. I have an obsession. I never know. With people whose names are full sentences. Yes, you do. You, you absolutely do. do. You, you do. You, you absolutely do. I have these weird verbal tics. And when I say verbal tics, I don't mean things that I say a lot that I rely on. I mean that words and phrases get stuck in my head the way that music gets stuck in people's head. And this is one of those things. People's names who are full sentences. And I know you love it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The act itself is a lot of fun because you okay. realize there are good news. A lot. Yeah, there are a lot of <laughs> no, you should hold on for a good second. Good news, anybody. <laughs> there is a uh, there is a whole uh, array of names out there that are full sentences. True. I am actually, you know, somewhat relative to the situation, surprised by the amount of names out there. You just got to pay attention uh, for sure. I, what I don't love is the way that you assault me with this as if it was your weapon of choice, a baseball bat with a spike through it. Absolutely. Um, you attack me with it as if, and you you say the name, and then you stare directly into my soul until I give you an opinion on said name when it could be in a moment I don't give a shit about what yeah. you're saying. Well, the entertainment value is in you not being entertained so uh, let's give some examples here because some people are like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you some famous names and then I'm going to tell you why I'm talking about this, okay? <laughs> Please. Some people fly fish. Okay. Britney Spears. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about, Tyler? That's a full sentence. Does, and forgive me, I, I don't know the fishing uh, <laughs> terminology. Really? And I'm not. Oh, a lot I'm of not, shock so I'm, far. I'm not hip open. to the fishing culture. Huh. Uh, does fly fishing deal with Spearing? No, fly fishing is where you're just kind of yanking them out of the water, hoping to hit them in stride. Spearing is with an actual spear. Okay, so why? What does the fly fishing have to do with some Britney people Spears? fly fish? Britney Spears. There are you're good. God, man, what that makes sense. How it about, does okay. make sense. Fine. How about this one? She's trying to hide, but it's not working. Julius Caesar. 
<laughs> all right, that one was enjoyable. All right, I'm winning that you over. That was fun. That I'm winning you over. Yeah. Right, but that fu- one's also wordplay. I'm That's- pulling you in. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. It's unfair. And finally, I didn't think they would be a good couple, but I was wrong. Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> now, all of these. That one's good. All of these are enjoyable. And that I would like good. to say thank you, Internet, because I, I, you know, these things come up a lot. For some reason, during the the fantasy draft and during the NFL season, maybe it's because you're seeing these people's names, whatever the circumstances are. Sure, a lot of graphics out there, a lot of words being put up there. And and that's where this is used the most. Mm. So, and I will also say, while this is an entirely different game that you and I have played before, there's a running back on the Philadelphia Eagles named Kenneth Gainwell. And we'll play that on an entirely different show. <laughs> okay. But I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, nailed it. You and I, as I brought up last week, played against each other in fantasy football. I proceeded to kick the mother living bleep out of you. Derrick Henry, man. Well, never Derrick Henry. And his name isn't a full sentence. So uh, the reason that I bring it up is because you had, as you and I played against each other, we're back to back. I could see your whole team. You had the all full sentences team I would assume in the universe, okay? Mm, So I just want to run this by the Haitians very quickly. I'm not going to bring up Joe Mixon or Kirk Cousins because they can be argued and dismissed. Joe Mixon, man. Yeah, where's Joe? Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. But I understand grammatically that's incorrect. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to list off Jared Cook, Carlos Hyde, DJ Moore, and Brandon Cooks all on your fantasy team as if you went searching them out. I got two chefs on my team. And I think Thank it's you incredible. You lost the week, but you won my heart when it comes oh, to stimulating God. yourself. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that left you a voicemail. To my left, a man who put in his two weeks, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been, mother bleeping being? Um, I'm good, man. I'm good. Feel free. You know, that's yeah. one less response. Tyler's leaving the show. What? <laughs> so we're doing auditions over here. And we Goodbye, were... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he's doing the hand wave like uh, Miss America. That's incredible. No, you put in your two weeks notice at our bar job. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll be totally honest. A, a rare moment of honesty. I'm sad that you're going to go. Even though you were only down to one night a week, I, I enjoyed our time together. It was a different dynamic in our relationship. Absolutely. You know, whenever you throw in a stage, even as small and inconsequential as that bar was in terms of a stage, uh, yeah, it really, it puts us in a certain zone that you don't get everywhere else. There is no such thing as a small stage, only small actors. And you leaving reminds me of dad more and more every day. Good. On today's show. I get it. Ask Michael Jordan. Pippin ain't easy. Michael Jordan, please don't sue us. <laughs> Fuck you, Michael Jordan. <laughs> what? Jump man. More like, I don't have anything for that. Time. Ryan, and later on today's show, we're going to discuss a little bit the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. I'm interested in that because of the very little that I know about it. There are people building up and protecting this guy, aren't they? I don't want to say that we're very closely related to some people in that camp. Just like everything else, it is... <laughs> sp-
Why? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? I, I don't. You I, call people out with it when they don't have a, a chance to defend themselves. Well, I, they, maybe they would make me look foolish, and that's not what this show is about. <laughs> All right, Tyler, prime time, baby. What a D move. Speaking man. of prime time, what a baby, D move. I went back because what I want for this part of the show, which is in between the opening and the depression index, where I like to put stuff that's the most important to me, because in my imagination, aside from the cold open, I feel like this is probably the most listened to part of the show, right? These could be long. Sometimes people will shut them off. Absolutely. Yeah. You're obviously, the beginning is going to be the most listened to part. Right. That makes sense. So I want to go and get the sound effect from Stu Gotts, where he says, prime time, baby. Mm. So, but to do that, I have to listen to one of his Mother's Day calls where he calls into a restaurant three days before the busiest day of the year and tries to finagle his way in. And I literally listened to like two minutes of it today with my hand over my face. Can't do it. Yeah, no, I I, I skip past those every time. I'm going to get it, though. But this week, what mm. I want to discuss, and the reason that I bring it up is because I've mentioned this on the last couple of shows, but I think you deserve a shout out, is you've been in the dungeon grinding out these videos. You've been putting them up on YouTube. And as this podcast builds up, I want for our YouTube to build up because you can't start a cult without people seeing your face, Tyler. I mean, we do have 111 subscribers right now. I oh, am, so we're done? We're I, good? I am hesitant to break that. But yes, join our YouTube by going to thoseguysyouhate.com and clicking on the button for not only YouTube, everything else. That is 100% true. Now, what I want to ask you about the videos, because I'm going and watching them because it's interesting to see it visually mm -hmm. instead of just listening to it as the one who did it, I got to ask you, why does your camera look so much better than mine? Look at that shit. We got the same cameras, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you... It, why do I look yellow, Tyler? What What's going on with that? What? How do I fix this? Could be the jaundice. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. It could be that, but yeah, I yeah. am obviously... Hel isn't helping. Uh, well, it's, well, you can't prove that it's hurting. <laughs> and I'm not a doctor. You're absolutely right. Now, I could move the camera in like you have. That's what I was going to say. You got to bring it in closer, but closer here's, to the people. Now, here's my problem, though, because you can't see really your torso... I want for people to see I'm very fashionable. I am a fashionista. He's very vain. He's worked out his entire very, life. Very he's got a he's got a, a great body. Yeah, I, I want people to be able to see my my sweet six pack, Tyler. Look, look at my sweet six pack. And if I if I look oh look at that, bro. What? Now, if I if I move the camera in, people aren't going to be able to see my sweet six pack, dude. Now, what do we do That's about that? Gay. Okay, okay. Well, all right. What about what about my cute little ass? That's kind of gay. What about my Come on! Stop showing your ass to the camera! Come on, what's going on with you? I don't, I'm not sure. What's wrong with you today? I'm not sure. <laughs> what's your deal of all deals, bro? Come on! Prime time, baby. Let's do the depression index. Or I am depressed. No one cares, you don't know what to do. The world has the depression index is, is a machine that I built with my ass very poorly. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler may have just gone subterranean. Tyler, how you feeling this week, bro? That, that, uh, the request for a fellow showmate might not actually be satire because I am on the verge. Yeah. I am one butt cheek away from quitting this show. Two minute notice. <laughs> Tyler, very quickly, I have to ask, did you take your antidepressants this week, bruh? Six days this oh, week, Oh, that's right? great, Tyler. That's great. You get the audio trophy that you deserve. Oh, My yes. timing is incredible. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So what's up? Uh, Ryan, my theme for session 94, I'm actually going to keep it pretty short today, uh, is sleep. I missed out on a decent amount of sleep last night because I it's one of my last days at the bar and we went out cocaine for, we went out for drinks no no the cocaine helps me sleep ah, right nighttime cocaine we, <laughs> chamomile cocaine do you have it in earl gray by any chance earl white that's <laughs> yeah, actually pretty yeah. nice so we went out. La I went out last night for drinks. Ryan did the responsible thing and came back home and uh, you know got some sleep. I missed out on sleep, and while I fell asleep around maybe four, I oh, wo wow. I woke up at twelve, so I got eight hours of sleep. The thing is, that is not the same eight hours of sleep when you fall asleep at ten p.m. and when you fall asleep at four a.m. Eight hours is not the same kind of eight hours. Circadian rhythm, baby. That's Much right. Like uh, birds are. Uh, what's the opposite of sexy? Not. Look at them birds. Uh, what's the opposite of nocturnal? Is there a word for that? Oh, there has to be, but sure. I know exactly what you mean. And, yeah. and, you know, other animals are nocturnal. Human beings have a rhythm that they're supposed to stay in. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and it's so easy to fall out of that, especially when you're dealing with one of these mental... Cocaine! One of these... Well, when you're dealing with cocaine, yes. Yeah. You got to get that nighttime cocaine, as you said. <laughs> but uh, we mailed that to ourselves. <laughs> and now the FBI's here, so we got to make this quick. And... Um, and as we talk about all these mental health issues that are popping up everywhere, depression, anxiety, all these things, they really, 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 as so many of you out there know, affect somebody's sleep. And the more your sleep is affected, the more you are afflicted by these things. And it is just this repetitive cycle. But our decision-making, I think, is, is really what we need to focus on. I think that that's incredible point where it is you going out and doing certain things to block out what's going on in your life can cause you not to get sleep, which then exacerbates your ability to deal with these things tomorrow. It's a cycle. Exactly. It is the exact, it is the equivalent of drinking. You go out, you drink tonight, you're going to have a great time. Tomorrow, you're going to feel like crap. Yeah. It's the same thing where, hey, tonight, I'm going to do drugs. I'm going to drink. I'm going to do whatever to block out these feelings to feel okay tonight. It's only going to make it worse tomorrow. And I think drinking is in lockstep with what it is that you're talking sure. about because it's the most socially acceptable version of what we're discussing. Absolutely. Where you going out and drinking to forget about all your problems and spoiler alert, it's only going to make them worse mm -hmm. around 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. They are going to affect your ability to fight back tomorrow infinitely. But you know how you fix that, Ryan? Drinking tomorrow. More drinking. Yeah, yes. yeah this guy gets it. Dr. So, Jack Daniels is in, baby. So this week, I'm going to say, I'm doing great, Ryan. This week, I'm going to say, I am at a four. All right, buddy. Spinning. Two, three, as they say. Very nice. We're getting more and more Spanish as the show goes on. And we're losing listeners by the second. Gay it up, Tyler. Let's. I tell those people who are leaving, let's gay it up. Now, I am sticking to my theme of, as, as any narcissist does, I've recorded my quotes over time. Mm. I am just going to spit one out. I'm going to see what you think about it. And then I'm going to tell you the vein in which I wrote it. This is rare. Ryan never spits. I'm trying to think of something funny to, <laughs> to come back on this, but I'm just, that's rude and unnecessary. And I barely ever sucked a dick in my life, Tyler. So here's the quote. You tell me what you think it means, okay? Please. To the composed go the spoils. What does that, when you're initially hit with the quote, to the composed go the spoils, which is a play on to the victor go the spoils. Mm -hmm. What does that hit you with initially? 
to the composed go the spoils. I mean, to those that can keep themselves composed even under dire straits, even under challenges and anxiety and what else, uh, those are the ones that succeed. Okay, and that's really good. And, and let me elaborate on that because I think you're right. This week, I was hit with some problems in my relationships, okay? And for me, that's my weak spot. For me, with my abandonment issues and all mm -hmm. of those things, mm -hmm. that is my weak spot. And what I am seeing as I'm growing and I'm putting in this work and I'm meditating and I'm trying to be honest with myself, which can be the hardest part, is just, it's not doing what's right, it's knowing what's right. Mm -hmm. And one of my biggest issues with some of the things that have happened to me in my past, and I would imagine are true for a lot of the people listening to this, is when I get into one of these circumstances that that hits me right in my my weak yellow underbelly, your taint area. My taint. No, that part I'm good with. Mm. It is. I start imagining the circumstances for why this is happening, and then reacting to it. Yes. Instead of just dealing with what's in front of me. I don't know what other people are thinking. I never will, even if they tell me. I don't know that to be 100% true. Well, and even when they describe a feeling that they are feeling, we don't know what that's like because we've never felt anything in anybody else's body except our own. So the way that we feel anger or happiness or whatever, more than likely is not equal to the way somebody else experienced. That's very true. And when somebody explains to you how they're feeling, you are then applying your own coat of your imagination's paint, if you will, Correct. to that subject. So it's there is no middle ground. There is no such thing as a complete truth between two people. Mm -hmm. which we'll talk about that on a different show. Oh boy. So, so to the composed go the spoils, what I meant by that when I wrote that years ago is if you can stay grounded, if you can stay in the place of what is actually happening and not just what's happening inside of you, you can react in a way that you're proud of. I find myself reacting to fights that may not be happening. And that is something- Until you make them happen. Uh, you're exactly right. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And if you are old enough to understand how important relationships are in your life, I believe it is the purpose of this, of this this life is to develop relationships and surround yourself with people that you love. Mm. So with all that being said, I gated up more than Yay. I normally do. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's even happened between you and me where I'm fighting with you in ways that you didn't even mean it. And my relationship with you means the world to me. I would like to keep it intact. What a this gay lord. week, just because you're catching me today and I got some good sleep last night, I am at a three. What? One, two, three, you always have to one-up me. Not a competition, but I win. Yeah, you won this thing. Now, when I win things, I like to <laughs> Go to Disney World. <laughs> you're thinking of Peyton Manning. <laughs> I was just trying to do some sort of a segue to this next You're nailing segment, it, buddy. And you I, get two thumbs up again. I really fucked it up, so I'm just going to just move. <laughs> Ryan's Vault of Sound. All right, Tyler, Ryan's Vault of Sound. In this week, we're going to be breaking down what is an audio illusion, okay? Mm. Much like, uh, I guess, maybe the most famous uh, version of this, which was an audio, was that, that dress where people couldn't figure out what color it was. That's where my brain went. Okay, right. It's something along those lines. And I'm wondering if maybe we could do more of this moving forward. 
I hope that we could get the timing right, that we could get the flow right of this, because I think that this could be good because it gave me a little chuckle. Show meeting. Audience, what do you think? <laughs> the Haitian army is also the Haitian army of producers. So you guys get in here and make this better. I am going to play for you this chanting from a European crowd, and I want you to tell me what it is you think that they are saying. Okay. Are okay. you ready, Tyler? Yeah, let's do the damn thing. Here we go. So, what's your initial thought here, Tyler? I hear Lartizes and Barson, which aren't words. So, <laughs> I don't know. You're winning me over. Okay. Now, now I hear boxes and Barson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's see if this works, Tyler. Now, could this possibly be Bart Simpson bouncing? Ooh. Oh, I hear it. Okay. No, but it sounds like they're saying Bart Simpson bouncing. Like they said over there, bouncing. Those wacky as Europeans, Tyler. Who knows what the fuck they're saying? Okay, now the problem with that is. Why the hell would they be chanting that? This isn't 1987. And why is he bouncing? That's a weird thing to do. Pogo sticks have not been popular in a long time. Mm -hmm. How about that isn't my receipt? Oh! Are you kidding me? The dress is blue, you idiot. Okay, all right. That'd be a weird thing for a group to be shouting, though. I know because uh, nobody wants to pick up the tab. You're in a you're in a crowded grocery store, and you're like, "Hey, whose receipt is this?" Okay, we're narrowing it down. Okay, and while you're in that grocery store, is somebody yelling out, "Lactates in pharmacy"? Uh, that one's a, uh, not so good. Not so okay, much. how about baptism piracy? <laughs> yeah. How about what does that mean though? How about that isn't mercy? That's good. Okay, now that's good. So that one would be weird that they're chanting it so happily yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Offer this fucking head. All right, so I think that I actually have the real sound. I was gonna say if you don't tell me what it is, they're because sometimes Ryan will do this. Sometimes Ryan will get together these little these little shindigs that we're doing right now, but not have the follow up information of what is being said. I would have been so upset. With I you. get bored, Tyler. I get bored with things. I think I have ADHD. You must tell me. You must tell the audience what is it that's being chanted. And I don't know this to be one hundred percent true, but I what read on the internet that it is probably. That is embarrassing. Which is something that fans of a British soccer team have been known to chant. And like all the other ones, almost, uh, I can hear that as well. So, sure, that sounds right. Bart Simpson, we hope you're okay. That's Ryan's vault to sound. I love how sing-songy they're being about it. Oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> if only us Americans could bring it together like that, well, there would be peace on Earth. But, Tyler, enough playing around, okay? I need you to get in. Oh, boy. What do we got this time? Oh, it's my dive raft, Tyler. <laughs> Oh, it's a wet one. We're heading out to Chicago, Tyler. Chicago. Which is weird, because I don't think Scottie Pippen lives here. And we are talking about Scottie Pippen, not just his recent comments, which I got from the New York Post, uh, but just Scottie Pippen as a whole. Excuse me, Scottie Pippen as a whole. Because he is a very interesting character, and I find him to be great subject matter 
for this show. For now, everything we talk about all the time. Now tell me what it is that you know about Scottie Pippen, who just put out a book named Unguarded, which came out in early November. That's what pre- pretty good name, Scott. It, it is. Yes. Yeah. I would say that he had it. We talk about this kind of stuff constantly. Uh, he's dealing with some real repressed emotions that mm. he has been carrying around with him. It seems seemingly his entire life, and he has it filtered does. it through the prism of the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan and all that stuff. And he is it, it's it is a pot that is now boiling over, you know. Or maybe he's using it to his advantage to sell books. Who knows? And that's very interesting that you said that because I was going to bring that up specifically. But just to be completely inclusive, Scottie Pippen is a basketball player from one of the most well known and most winning teams in NBA history, the Chicago Bulls, and he played with Michael Jordan. He was number two to Michael Jordan's number one. He right. was the second best player on one of the greatest teams in sports history. Arguably the best team of all time. Yeah. Definitely one of the most notable. And you saying him being the Robin to Michael Jordan's Batman is what seems to be his main complaint. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which is... I, I get it. I get it. I mean, these things that we have repressed can so often be, um, uh, they can be nonsensical sometimes. And I think that this is almost goes back to what I just talked about in the depression index where Scottie Pippen is fighting a fight that nobody else understands. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe they had some sort of a problem, Scottie Pippen. And I think that this should be pointed out here just because again, as I referenced earlier in the show, I'm a narcissist. I'm going to start doing this segment, get in differently. I'm going to start doing research because if we're going to come on here and we're going to talk, the idea of me not knowing what's going on isn't cute. It's just being lazy. Well, and, you ask and, me and questions dumb. and just wait for me to tell yeah. you what's happening. And for you to trip up and look like an asshole, let's be assholes together, Tyler. Thank you. Absolutely. So now, Scottie Pippen said that Michael Jordan would never have become a superstar without me, which how could you possibly know that? Well, he was um, huge before Scottie Pippen ever joined the Bulls. Michael, uh, Michael Jordan was a huge star before he ever even sure. really did a whole lot of winning. I think what he's arguing is that Michael Jordan wouldn't have been Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen, and I don't think that's an unreasonable comment. Absolutely. But it's the vitriol and the way in which he does it. Now, you brought up earlier the idea that what if he's just doing this to sell books? And it seems like a pretty notable effort. Judging by you and I are talking about this right now. We we don't talk a lot about sports. We like sports, but we yeah. don't talk a lot about sports on this show. Very it, much so. It, it, it feels as though it works. You say something crazy, people are going to pay attention. Get them clicks, dog. It is with everybody having a camera in their pocket. And now, not just because it used to be, man, everybody's got a camera in their pocket and you could get recorded at any time. Now, anybody across the world can watch you in real time sure. be an asshole. Like, you could be filmed... And people from all across the world can watch you in that moment of assholery. Well, I will tell you, how many people do you think would be seeking out Scottie Pippen's opinions and commentary if they weren't this red hot? Not saying that it would be zero. Yeah. But it would be an avid sports fan. But instead of just that niche, it's, hey, man, this guy's got drama. It's the crossover. It's the Kim Kardashian shit. Of sports. That's a very great way of putting it. Now, But I'm also worried, you know, generally speaking, I'm worried that we could be watching a a mental health episode. He could be dealing with some severe mental health issues. And while it's selling books, we could be watching the man plummet. 
Well, I mean, if into his mental health. If we're going to celebrate Kanye West, I don't think it's fair to to x out Scottie Pippen. You know what I mean? Well, I think we've become more aware since Kanye West. Cat Williams, I, where are you I at? Think, oh, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. Now, just forgetting about all those comments and just the vitriol and the hatred, trying to take down somebody that everybody loves. In a playoff game against the Knicks, Scottie Pippen famously did not get the last shot. Yes, I so remember So he this. sat out the last 1.8 seconds of the game. And here's something that I didn't know. When Michael Jordan's father was found murdered in the summer of 1993, wow. Pippen couldn't find it in his heart to offer his condolences. He says he still regrets that decision. Mm. Now, first of all, what happened to Michael Jordan's dad, we can review, because... I don't know anything about it. This was all happening at the time of Michael Jordan with all those crazy gambling rumors and him having to go to baseball mm -hmm. to... To escape it? <laughs> because yeah. of all... Of, yeah, that's very interesting, and I would love to look into the conspiracy of that. I would love to know the information of that. But what's going on in your life that you can't, at the very least, wish a coworker at a very successful company... Not that that matters. Your condolences when their father has been murdered. What's going on in your life, brother? Well, it's easy to judge, but I will say that it, it death is afflicts uh, everybody differently. The idea of death, and for a lot of people, it brings up very heavy emotion. And sometimes when that heavy emotion hits, people lock up. You know, I know it's very, I get it. It's very easy to look on and be like, dude, just say you're you're sorry for his loss. That's where I'm at. For sure. For yeah. sure. But, you know, I, as I said, it's very easy to judge, but I, I don't know the whole story. Well, I, I, and who knows what their relationship was like? He said that they were very distant and it mm. feels like he's been harboring these emotions since before he was a basketball player, Absolutely. having no information uh, uh, that would support that. It just feels like this is the dude that he is. And he complained. Oh, so much of this was set off by that that docudrama, The Last Dance, yeah. which I get it. Michael Jordan's production company was part of, was the ones that put that together. So Michael Jordan got paid $10 million for that series. Seems a bit biased. Every other Bulls player got paid the same. Cero. Ah, yes. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, of course. And the last thing that I'm going to say here is he was the youngest of 12 brothers and sisters, which I would imagine Holy factors shit. in here. And the New York Post article also said it, it, it was a loving home, which just because the article said that they don't know every single thing. But I was also shocked by that. You would imagine this person is coming from some sort of a broken, angry place. Not necessarily, yeah, because being right. the youngest of 12, even though you come from a loving home, there's still only two parents, and they can only afford everybody so much attention. That in and of itself, I would assume, causes some issues. You're absolutely right. And look, I've only got one kid, and I assume he knows that I love him. I'm not sure. We haven't really talked about it. I write but a I all the time. Yeah, you know, I give you that, that, little, that little head nod. You know what that means. All right, Tyler, let's take a break. Can I just, uh, real quick before we head into break, can, sure. I, what you can got? I just... Um... Uh, thank you for asking, Tyler. No, you may not. <laughs> you okay? I'm great, buddy. Sounds like you got emphysema. This one's a personal one, if I may uh, just jump in here. Aren't they all with uh, you, dude? Hear ye, hear ye. From henceforth... The term guys, the word guys, is a unisex term. If I walk up to a group of people yeah. and say, what's up, guys? Yeah. And you stupid-ass bitch come back <laughs> at me with a sarcastic, guys, I will immediately dislike you. Tyler, 
I'm totally with you on it's this bullshit. one. I don't know about you calling women stupid <laughs> as bitches. No, they're just the one I'm thinking of. Okay, okay, name <laughs> no, her. Name her. You know what her name is? Stupid ass bitch. Yeah, S-A-B. <laughs> Uh, I actually have gone up to a table as a waiter and been hit with that scorching, burn your eyebrows off for no reason. Get like, over yourself. I didn't. I didn't mean you had a penis, bro. Should I not call you, bro? You call her bro. Come on, dude. <laughs> so from henceforth, guys is a unisex term. Thank you. I like that, Tyler. That's a. Oh. That's, a, that's actually a really good one. Thank you, thank uh, you, let's thank take you. a break. Let's talk over how else we're going to change the English vernacular. And when we get back, we'll show off my sweet ass again. <laughs> Stop it! Stop. Oh, no, no. That is just, oh, I can see your crack, your holes. In, oh, wow. Your balls are coming in next. Please stop. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. Sitting and sitting and contemplating life. And sitting and sitting and texting to your wife. You hate. And sitting and sitting and that beat is infectious and sitting and sitting we both have erection those guys you hate all right tyler you know we got a lot of uh well i was gonna say we have a, a lot of characters that we've made up on this show like one tooth can you think of any other ones uh well you have passive aggressive anthony obviously sure. street well, producer lenny sure sure um, well, but but I'm talking about imaginary ones, Tyler. I know uh imaginary. One, I know one tooth was to describe a particular person, but he wasn't real. Uh, oh, it's who what? it's what we assumed. Uh, you know what character I would really love to build out? And I don't think we could even put this on. I think we're gonna have to retract it, but I would love to build out the character of Edward the N-word. Is there any chance of us being able to do that? Somebody would have to be comfortable going by that name, but I would love to go with it. I love that. Yeah, now, obviously. Gotta be a white guy. Yes. I think that goes without saying. Obviously. Okay. Yes. Okay, so how did the Edward the N-word get this? 
Uh, was it bestowed to? Well, you know what? I'm just uncomfortable here in this place that I put myself. I personally foresee it as Edward the N-word not being any specific person, like kind of like James Bond. Anybody can fill the role. People okay. can continue. Doctor Who. Okay. It can be any person. Doctor Who? Who's on first? <laughs> Doctor Who. Uh, it, it could be any person at any time who we deem Edward the N-word. It could be a woman, could be a man, doesn't matter. How about this? It's an idea, and you how, can't kill an idea, my N-word. How about this? What if Edward is from Nicaragua, and that's the N-word? <laughs> we, Edward we from Nicaragua? But we didn't specify what the N-word was. There's plenty of N-words. That's true. Poop. That's true. N Neuroscientist. Thank you, yes. Tyler. Yes. You would think that I would have been able to think of a second N-word. Nature. But, but no. Yes. Nesting doll. All right, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, please. <laughs> Help me. Uh, and Nurture. let's jump into Nads. Oh. Today I am reviewing using the flashlight with someone else, Tyler. Today I'm reviewing... <laughs> Using the flashlight, tell, tell them tell them what a flashlight is. The thing that you use on your penis. <laughs> it's Tyler. Tyler, that could be anything. It could, that could uh, the thing you use on your penis could describe from a from a salve to a dick splint. Tyler, describe specifically what a flashlight is. Come on, man. It's a flashlight for your penis, <laughs> but instead of metal and glass and mechanical parts, it's silicone and, and whatever else feels good on thin skin. Yes, yes. It is a, thank you for not saying pocket pussy, because that's not true. I got you to say it. Okay, you did get me to say it. Now, I, I was thinking about it. Now, if you're using the fleshlight, last week, I described fleshlight by yourself. This week, I'm reviewing fleshlight with someone else. Mm, that's great. Now, now, I know what you're wondering, okay? Oh, the people at home who are pretending like they don't own a fleshlight, they're saying, if I'm with someone else, why would I need to use a silicone hole to put my penis in? Uh, am I being too gender specific, or could other people use? Well, you can't a, put a your flashlight. vagina in a pocket pussy. I don't think. Well, I could, mean, I guess you could like you can mush rub it. it in there really, really hard. You could mush it. Yeah, yeah, you could mush it. Which we're we're pro. We're we're 100 behind that. I mean, I'm not against it. Now, the way that I would describe it is, it's like a dildo. For someone with the penis, like if you're with reverse dildo, oh, it's a reverse Tyler. It's a reverse dildo. It's a you, real dildo. You're That's on fire today. <laughs> it's a reverse dildo. So maybe you're with a, you know a woman or somebody else, and you want to use a prop to put inside them instead of your God-given fleshlight. Yeah. Um, that's basically what it is. It's well, like you're a, adding options. You're just giving yourself more you. options to, to spice it with. up, baby. Yeah. Spicing it up. Yeah. Now. What I will say from my own particular experience, unlike a dildo, it's an actual vagina of a person. So you could you could call it by name. You could say uh, Dylan Harper. <laughs> let's get Dylan out of the closet. You know what I mean? That's that's weird. That's brought us into some issues. <laughs> that's weird. As my personal review, I wouldn't suggest that. Mm. Don't call your fleshlight Dylan. Yeah. Um. Oh, Miss Harper. Excuse me. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were so formal. When did you get here? Now, now my final review here is: it was a lot of fun, but like all sex toys awkward the next day when it's just sitting over there drying off next to your toothbrushes mm. it's weird you know yeah. what i mean yeah. when you're picking the butt plugs up at the end you know the next morning it's an awkward moment or two you know that's oh, vulnerability you yeah know? you remember what yeah. you did in the moment without those high energy feelings there to uh, block out the shame you should be feeling in that moment well i will tell you i definitely do not think of that as being a shameful admission 
But I do think of this as being a shameful admission. Now, I don't know if this segment needs <laughs> I don't know if this segment needs any explanation, but this is where Tyler and I admit something that brings us shame. Now, this week I asked you at the last minute to put one of these together. Didn't even tell me about Booknook. No. Didn't, didn't even you just Booknook has become your own little No, it's not your own little playground for sex toys. With this fleshlight thing, which has been going on for a bit, Tyler. Jucifer is a bad example of real. I, I don't even know if his PhD is real, if I'm totally <laughs> honest. But I I, I thought that they would be funnier if I just, you know, accosted you with it instead of let you prepare for it. That's perfect. Because That's your, the way you handle all interactions between us. It's so um, awkward. And the only reason that the fleshlight thing works is because it makes you feel so creeped. And I like that. Well, so, it's, just, it's just never ending. It's all around me. You bring it up on every week's show. No, it's all around me. I... So, Tyler, what's your shameful admission this week? Stop talking about the flashlight, bro. Enough with the flashlight, man. Jeez. Nobody's interested in this. Ryan, for my shameful admission this week, I actually really enjoy this. This was actually a cornerstone um, segment for those guys you hate. This it is was. one of the one of the first segments we ever came up with. Shameful admission. But, well, we were doing shameful admissions before the show ever started. Very it much was so. a, a family thing where like shameful admission, mm -hmm. colon. Yes. Then you say something that you like, hope colon, gets a laugh. Colon is my shameful admission. <laughs> yeah, look, is it, does it look okay? Um, Maybe some of you, some of you avid fans out there will notice that we haven't done a lot of shameful admissions over the weeks. And that might be because when we first started doing it, Ryan learned very quickly that Travis Scott saved me he, too soon. He and I uh, don't look at shame the same way in That's terms true. of the stories that we tell about ourselves. Mm. And he says I was too blunt. Mine are very I, cosmetic. I said he was very meek. And I, you know, I guess we found a happy medium where Ryan is asking me to do another shameful admission. Yeah, and I and I and I'm hoping that I don't regret it. So, Ryan, for this week's shameful admission, I killed a guy. Okay. <laughs> Just to watch Whoa. him die. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I thought it was gonna be something bad. It wasn't that hotel door story. Um, I'm actually gonna uh, that'll be told on stage one day. Ryan, I'm gonna need some assistance from you. I don't know why way. you said that again. We're not cutting that. Um, because I'm not sure how to relay the uh, the proper mental image that I would like to portray for people. I would just like to say the amount of hours of video games that I have ingested over the course of my life. Six, how, seven. How would you say in the millions? Or maybe well, millions is too much. I would the, say this. The, the thousands. I think that this is a really good way to kind of give somebody an idea. You have said that you have bought, on, on previous uh, portions of the show, that you have bought in the thousands? No, I would say hundreds. In the hundreds. Hundreds, definitely in the hundreds. Triple digits of video game controllers that you've broken over your frustration. So if you extrapolate that out to hours played video games, you become very sad and try to stop thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, sure. or, or, or just speaks to my anger issues and how quickly I was going All through controllers. It. Uh, it's a moose-bouche of sadness. Yeah, yeah, the way people that would lose themselves in cocaine, I would lose myself in video games and cocaine. While on cocaine. And, sure. Yeah. And um, and I, especially when I was younger, I know I've mentioned this before, I would lose myself in video games constantly. And I still do to this very day. And I would say I have put quite literally, you want to talk about 10,000 hours. Sure. I have crossed that maybe double. I've maybe done double 10,000 hours. A lot. And so that's my shameful admission. I could be out benefiting the world. I could be out donating. I could be out making somebody's life better. But instead, 
I am saving a world that doesn't actually exist. It exists inside your mind. And look, man. And on the TV. A lot of people who are doing a lot worse things than that. I mean, at least you're not hurting anybody. Aside from yourself, I'm worried about your cholesterol. Well, and and on the TV, I'm hurting a lot of people. Oh, man. GTA 5, baby. Sorry about that, terrorist. That would have been my book, Nook. Now, shameful it. Why? Is that out? GTA 5? That's been been out out since 2013. Where's GTA 6? Mm. Go on. GTA 789. Tyler, this week for my shameful admissions, and this is 100% true, much like yours is, I mine's pretty basic, and it's just something I noticed this week. When I find a song that I like, I listen to it more compulsively than I did when I was in middle school. I will go to the gym, and if I have a song that I'm just into at that time, I will listen to it maybe six or seven times back to back. Sure. I'm just jamming out to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's universal or not, but it is something that is confusing to me. And then I listen to it so much, I never want to hear that song again. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't like it anymore. You run it into the ground. That is exactly right, and that's my shameful admission, and... That's it. I mean, that's my shameful admission. I don't know what else you want me to say. Dismount, Ryan. Dismount. Now, I don't know if you thought that was good. I don't know if you thought that was bad. I don't know if you thought that was interesting. But you are killing it with these segues. My segues have been on fleek today, Just Tyler. Killing it, obviously, with the terminology that's updated to yes, 2021. Yes, it's pretty on, hot and tempting. On fleek, he says. All right, Tyler, give me I- your red hot burning segment. I have been spitting at the camera so much today. I am so sorry to all you people out there. You guys are in the splash zone. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan. Yo. For this week's GBI, let's just jump right into our good. I like turtles. Oh, Ryan, for, again. <laughs> for our good, Ryan, this is all about an innocence and more than likely a life saved. Okay, sure. What you got? An unnamed 16-year-old girl was taken from her home on Tuesday. Okay. She crossed. Not good. She, never good. She crossed four state lines from this man who kidnapped her, 61-year-old James Herbert Brick. Let me just say, if you have three names... You're a serial killer. Well, everybody's got three names, generally speaking. Well, not true. That There's plenty of people without middle names, but you know what I'm talking about. Do you about. know why they do that? No. Oh, to make them specific. Right. You don't gotcha. want to say James Brick. I don't know how many James Bricks there are out there. Serial it, killers, it, Ryan. I, oh, I'm going to say that's a pretty badass name. Yeah, don't like what you did, but James Brick is pretty cool. Yeah. They put the middle name in so that all James Bricks Full are sentence. now Creeper. What? Playing basketball with okay. him. James you're, you're, Brick! You're not doing this right. Okay, I, so what happened to this young little baby girl. Well, as I said, TikTok, something she saw on TikTok, saved her life. Which was? Due to a hand signal that was made popular over the last year or two, which is when they put their hand up, palm facing the camera, you put your thumb in, and you close your fingers over it. This means if you're showing- Black power. If you're- (laughs) You don't have to put your hand straight up. Good for you. (laughs) Can you believe she won an Olympic medal? That's incredible. What is this, Rachel Dolezal? That's fantastic. I believe she was a white girl. Thank you. They can champion black rights. (laughs) That's true. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm playing defense. Do they, like, do they let 16-year-old white girls into the Black Panthers? Well, they should. <laughs> Black Panthers, you need to be a little more inclusive, okay? Be a little more tolerant, okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, she was picked up in Asheville, North Carolina on Tuesday morning, and they picked her up after she had crossed North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Ohio. Okay. 
And what, she put a video up on social media no, with that? No, no, she was driving in the car and while on the highway in Kansas, she put her hand up to a driver and the driver called the cops, pulled them over and she was found. Thank you, TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Now, we don't know the child's name because she's 16 years old, sure. under the age. Let's and keep it that I way. I wouldn't want to say it anyway. But to this piece of crap, thankfully you got caught, and hopefully you cannot hurt anybody else anymore. You fucking creep. Beaten by TikTok. Eat that, dick. It was started, the hand signal, by the way, was started by the Canadian Women's Foundation, which is if you're on, if you're on camera and you show this hand signal, it is showing everybody out there domestic abuse send help somebody's coming to get you that's great i like mm -hmm. that good good on you canada oh, canada yeah. what, is there anything you can't do i've never had an upstairs neighbor that i like before this is good but if you could kind of keep it down with the walking i mean good are you guys dancing up there what's happening they're just they're a lively jovial people ryan there's you're, so much to celebrate clogs? what's going on so ryan for our bad oh. Oh. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Was that somebody dry heaving? I don't know. Wait, play that one more time, please. <laughs> oh, see, I hear it as, oh, 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 like stuffing their face. You know what I actually hear that time? I heard Bart Simpson bouncing. Is that possible? <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> That's crazy. So for our bad, Kyle Rittenhouse, Ryan, you yeah. know about this? Yeah, I do. He's a a guy who went to a Black Lives Matter demonstration, mm -hmm. is that right? Mm -hmm. With a, speaking of video games, a video game like gun. and Semi-automatic uh, rifle, yeah, yeah, assault and, weapon. And did some serious damage, killed some people and then gave himself up, right? Uh, correct, well, there's a lot, that, a lot of details in this story and a lot of different news organizations have been putting it together because there is, as you can imagine, quite a bit of video evidence with people on their cameras and news organizations and all that. Stuff. Propaganda, baby. It, I, can be, it can be skewed any way you want it. It's all propaganda. Yep, yep, deep fakes. I don't even want to talk about the, the, the court session itself. I just want to discuss that as the sentence looms ever closer, which I think is going to come down uh, soon, the governor of Wisconsin, which is where this trial is taking place, has deployed 500 National Guard in preparation of this sentence. Sure. And it's this like Rodney is, King, uh, OJ Simpson, all of, those, all of this stuff. Where, where it's just set up black versus white, and somebody stands to gain from all this. I know I'm a broken record, man, but. Very much so. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. And yeah. that's what I want to discuss. I don't even want to discuss into whether what he did was right or wrong, or even him himself. It is the way that this trial, just like so many, as you alluded to before, uh, these trials are used, are sensationalized, and they are used to have us fight amongst ourselves. COVID-19, vaccines, masks, all of these things are set up so that we are, we have a civil war going on, I, I, internationally almost, where we are fighting against ourselves. Mm -hmm. So until we realize that we need to work together and more importantly, eat the wealthy. Sure. You know, we're never going to get out of this ditch that way. We're and starting just... with the Kardashians and I'll go with the butt. <laughs> now, when you say in a ditch, I, 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 well, not only that, I was going to say which Kardashian. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll take, I was uh, trying to think of what's his name. I, I know, can't. me too. Me too. <laughs> me too. You too? Yeah. The Wheaties, man. Yeah, I get Oh, wow. I'm coming to eat your at butt. One, at one point. <laughs> Give me that ass. Yeah, this is such a sad it's, excuse it's, for a podcast. It's sad. Sorry it's sad. about that. And now, Ryan, let's let's get the bleep out of there and let's go yeah, into just, our interesting. Just give me one more minute. <laughs>
сука, 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 блять, 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 сука, 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 блять. Is this the original song from Tetris? He's just letting the song go. I was hoping you would stop me. No, I wasn't letting the song go. I was jamming out to that. Wonderful gem. That is not the Tetris. Song. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's not. Sure we can review that is incorrect. All right. And Ryan, finally, for our interesting, we're going to traverse the gray area, the neutral zone, the nuanced expanse that is civil discussion. You piece of crap. That wasn't nuanced at all. It's <laughs> honest. Let's get into the astral world tragedy and on a personal note i believe these days much like the words literally or hero the word tragedy is used far too willy-nilly everything's a tragedy these days i would like to hear your list of things that have been declared tragedies that you want taken off the board maybe dangerous and fine line to walk (laughs) maybe for next week's show maybe you could have a list of tragedies that are now just oopsies Having said all of that, especially that last thing. Hey, hey, Hindenburg people, quit your complaining. This was a fucking tragedy. Yeah, Yeah, there's and there's so many different angles to this that are very interesting. Can I tell you one thing very quickly about Travis Scott? Um, The only thing about Travis Scott that I don't know is his music. I know about his Oh, you would dating. definitely know his songs if you heard them. Would I? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. For I, sure. I know about his dating. I know about his Who? character in Fortnite. Who's he dating? Kylie Jenner. Or Ke- uh, Kylie Jenner, like oh. one of the most- You they're idiot! Like, they're like one of the most famous couples oh. in the world. Uh, he had a, a McDonald's meal named after him. Oh. And I'm wondering like, bro, this guy's so famous. I don't know any of his music, but hmm. please continue. Well, for this segment, I have read up on this and I've watched the videos. And let me tell you, watching a tragedy unfold in real time due to the power of technology, it puts you there, so to speak. I'm not trying to say that I was actually there. Tyler was there. (laughs) And you can feel the fear and the hopelessness when you look at these people's faces. Dude, I used to go to a high school with 2,500 people in it. And when you would go in between classes in that idea of being funneled like bovine Mm -hmm. and you're getting squeezed like that that's a panic inducing moment i can't imagine what this was like well i'm gonna tell you right i don't want to hear it i'm not even gonna play it here and i hope to never see it again but you have the one video of a girl that climbed up onto a raised platform where the camera crew is above the audience and she is screaming i saw that for them to stop the show please get help there is somebody Dying. She's pointing to the person. Pointing to the person dying, and yeah. she realizes no one is going to do anything. Yeah. The look on her face as the nightmare that everybody has, the one where you scream for help but your voice doesn't work, she was living it in real life. Yeah, that is that is pretty scary, and the show seemingly must go on. Must go and on. And that's really terrifying. I, and this is just an assumption on my part, but I, I can't imagine that it's, it's not true. Somebody made the decision there, seeing it all go to shit, like, we got money to make, man. Keep it growing. I don't Keep know, it rolling. I don't know if that's true because I read- Total guess. I read on in one of these articles, because again, I'm trying to do some research here too, that he did, Travis Scott did stop and, and point people out to go rescue some certain people. Sure. I'll follow up on it, but, but the way it's being portrayed is that he- you know, like a demon just rolled on through this thing, like enjoying it, you know? To a certain extent he did while he did stop his show at specific times, because I guess, I will say this. 
let me just give this thought. When you're up there and you have all the pyrotechnics going off, the, the smoke going off, the lasers going off, and you're in an elevated platform, everybody below you looks like ants. You, you're, it's not like you're in the middle of the crowd not, and you- Not, I mean, I've, Tyler, I, I may or may not have been in that situation. <laughs> not not ants, but but yes, it is a, a, an amorphous crowd. For sure, yeah. it's, it's a single organism moving yeah. in once. It's hard to pick out specific people sure. in this But mass. you can see though, I mean, I, and, and I'm sure I've never been on a stage much like this one, but you can see people. You know what I mean? He was referencing people, so... For sure. And I mean, who knows? Maybe he gets a little messed up before the show, like a lot of performers Maybe do. during the show. Maybe, maybe after during the, show. the show. Well, let's just... Maybe he's drinking Travis Scotch. Let... I mean, million <laughs> dollar idea, George Clooney, where you at? Mail that to ourselves, Tyler. Get, a, get an envelope. <laughs> I think it's his name. Oh, I can change my name. How bro. far are you willing to go for the show? <laughs> there can only be one Travis Scott. <laughs> so let's just do this. What went wrong? We could talk about the wildly understaffed festival employees, nowhere near enough guards. Seemingly. We could talk about the now deleted tweet where Travis Scott encouraged people to break in. Now, now let me ask you very quickly about that because I've heard about it. I haven't read anything about it. That is a substantiated fact. I have seen the tweet and okay. not only this, he is known for doing this sort of thing. Well, and, okay, number one, what's the purpose of that? Just to seem like a badass? That's a really good question. He, when he was growing up, really wanted to be a professional wrestler. He has taken that theme into his shows where he is on record as saying, I want my shows to look like a WWE match. Okay, that's that's interesting. I, I, I don't hate that in a different context. Yeah. Okay. Or the promotional video leading up to the event where it showed people at one of his past events in mass running past security, breaking through barricades, and pushing over metal detectors. This was a promotional video for this festival. This is like insane clown posse, <laughs> That's bro. Right. Yeah. That's Freaking right. juggalos, you can't take them anywhere. Some, at least with them, you can point them out. Yeah. Some three to 5,000 extra people got in. Wow. And you would assume the majority of those, if not damn near all of them, went to the main stage to see Travis Scott. That is something, man. That is a lot of people. Now, this is a subject that I get to be the resident expert on because I went to, I don't know how many raves and big concerts throughout my 20s. Resident expert, baby. Yeah, but everybody's on ecstasy there. Nobody's Shut pushing. Up, Ryan. Shut up. Uh, except for us. Uh, and nobody's pushing. Everybody's just rubbing. That's true. Yeah, that's it's totally true. Different, different vibe. They should have supplied drops some ecstasy into that festival. It would have gone from deaths to just hugs and cuddle yeah, puddles, baby. Yeah, enough with the Travis Scotch. Gonna keep hitting just got to get in there. Keep hitting that okay. nail, Tyler. All right, just checking. I've always found it so interesting, going back to the one organism thing, when a gigantic group of people get together and form a collective. It, there really is something to it. And I was never for mosh pits or ragers. No, thank you. I loved ecstasy and EDM. But when you get a crowd together, especially a crowd of that size, they reflect whatever you put out as an entertainer. It's like a pit bull. They'll do whatever you want. Sure, yeah. sure, it's a group of pit bulls. Yeah. And it is like David Guetta, somebody that I love seeing live. He always takes time out of his set to promote a, a charity that, that he sponsored. Love that. Hey guys, please give to this. It's only like 60 seconds, but he does it in the middle of his act so everybody sees it. He's got a David Guetta your money. If trap. Go back to the Travis Scott, okay? Hey, that did one I say was Travis better. Scott already? Because I had that banging around in my head. If you are somebody like Travis Scott who gets up there and promotes violence and mosh pits, and I'm sure he didn't want anybody to die, 
Are you, Tyler? But when that, who knows? But when that crowd starts acting on that violence, it can only go one way. It can yeah. only get worse. Yeah, and, and it's a it's a pressure cooker boiling, if that's how pressure cookers work. I believe so. And uh, you're, you're you're 100% right, man. So just to, uh, just to uh, dismount off of all the facts and everything like that, and Ryan, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Sure. Um, this was, I'm going to take the story in a different direction. Please, this was a this was, and you hear it all the time. Different things, especially about tragedies that I don't consider to be tragedies, just oopsies. Yeah, uh, this could have been <laughs> more on that <laughs> later. <laughs> this could be uh, uh, this was a totally preventable tragedy. Nine people died. Yeah. There is a tenth, a nine-year-old child who is on a medically induced coma because of his, because of his injury. Three hundred people got injured. It's it's crazy. It's a shitload. It's it is a shitload, and it got very. It became very clear very fast into Travis Scott's set, which is when it all went wrong. It was yeah. all okay with issues, but okay until that set started, yeah. and the medical tent got overrun within forty seconds of it starting. There was a term, and I didn't write it down. It was like a catastrophic audience event, which I didn't even know was a yeah. thing. Yeah. Saying, "Hey, this is going to turn into a riot." It was like a musical Titanic. Very much so. Yeah. Wow, good reference. Yeah. And uh, and so, Ryan, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, but man, it is, it is. I, I'm all for going to these festivals and having a good time. What some of these people did was just crazy. It's rough. It's rough. And um, we're trying something different here with good, bad, and the interesting that we've never done before. While I'm while I'm setting up my, my idea, could you go ahead and get into that email? Because I'm going to reference you to a couple pictures, okay? Please, please. Now, while you say that you don't have any sort of answers to this and nobody has any answers, I'm going to tell you I know somebody who does. It's me, bro, mm. okay? Mm. Was this mistake a blood sacrifice? <laughs> now, Tyler... To get into this show, you had to enter through a large sculpture of Travis Scott's head. Mm -hmm. You go through the mouth. Okay, go ahead and look at picture number one that I sent you. Is that crowd face? Is that, that is, what I'm doing? That is crowd face. Crowd face. Right. Okay. All right. Now that Whoa. is- How about Ooh. that? That's it, that's creepy. You thought I was a narcissist. Yeah, that, I was going to say. I know, Man, I would love to have one of those heads. Oh my goodness. So you had to go in through a large sculpture of his head to get into- Astro World yes. to get into the, uh, you know, uh, almost like Lollapalooza. It's like a music festival. Who do you call to get something like this made? I got a guy. <laughs> I, I got a head guy. You, it's you like need a, a head guy. It's a twenty foot by ten foot across inflatable head of Travis Scott. Who makes these? And I would say if he didn't make that himself, I would say that's a little racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're gonna need to fix that up now. Does that? Well, I, black people can't be gold, right? I'm sure that th that this is. Um, not something you're going to know off the top of your head, but that looks very similar to, go ahead and open up the next picture, a painting by Hieronymus Bosch. Do you know Hieronymus Bosch, Tyler? I, I do not. Is this Christ in Limbo? Christ in Limbo, which depicts the mouth of hell. Hmm, that's very interesting. Do you see very what I'm saying? Go to our YouTube page. You're going to be able to see this on the session video. That is exactly right. Um, Wow, that is, yeah, that's, ooh, wow, there's this guy hanging on uh, upside down. Now, Hieronymus Bosch is very famous for painting very religious, almost occult imagery. Yeah. Marcus Park's favorite painter. He talks about him all the time. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. So you say, so what? So what if these two things accidentally look alike? I mean, anybody with a mouth could end up looking like one of these paintings, that's fine. But what I want to show you is, look at the symbolism on 
Astro World's poster. Go ahead and open up picture number three, okay? That is the poster to the show. Okay, yeah, it's got the two hands outstretched with the eyes on the palms. And it's, a, it's very occult looking. Yeah, and the, the, the back of the poster, the middle section, is the stage because that was the shape of the stage as it's well. It's supposed to be the gates of hell, Tyler. Mm. It's supposed to be the gates of hell. Now, I put two little squares on there just to call your attention to it. You will notice that the tagline for the show is see you on the other side, which now, in retrospect, not great. Not great, because some yeah. people have died. See Age, you on the other side. Age like milk, as they say. And also, you will see people walking through a doorway into another world. Do you see that right there on the poster? I, I did, and not only that, I just happened to see this arbitrarily when I was looking at the different photos. He was wearing a shirt with the exact same symbol on it. How about that? Where it was orange people, and as they passed through the door, they'd become blue, or vice versa. All right. It's like uh, portals. It is like portal. You, you took my joke, and it's the only nerdy joke that I have. And just to wrap this up- I only have this one I, thing, I know, Tyler. you son of a bitch. <laughs> and, and because I feel like I now have the answer to it, Eight people were sacrificed in honor of Kylie Jenner's mom, Kris Jenner, whose birthday was on the day of the concert. Case closed, blood sacrifice, you know it. Okay, I know that I've gone too far, but nonetheless, worth thinking about. And that Ryan is GBI. Was it? I don't know. Oh. It started out as GBI. I don't know what happened there, but I'm uh, Travis Scott. You knock it off. You need a little Jeebus, Tyler. Uh, yeah, you could use some Jeebus in your life, Tyler. Uh, great job this week, man. I'm really impressed. Please tell them how they can reach out and touch. I've us. already told you. Oh, yeah, you right. should have written this down. Yeah. Tattoo it on your. Well, don't do it on the inside of the forearm. That's something else. What? Um, go to thoseguysyouhate.com. And as I said, click on all the buttons. We need your souls, ladies and gentlemen. And Tyler, this last week was the best week that we have ever had when it comes to downloads of the show. I know I just keep wearing this damn thing out, but man, every day it feels like our dream of starting this cult and starting this community and us all being there for each other is getting closer and closer, and I'm glad that we're doing it together, man. One day, my dream of having a ball fluffer will come true. I'm here. I'm right mm. here. You Sometimes, you you know, the person you're looking for is sitting right in front of you. I need somebody with rougher hands. You moisturize too much. I need somebody with some calluses on their hands. Uh, well, that is definitely a moral of the story, but give me, give me another one, Tyler. What is the moral of the story this week, brother? Ryan, my theme for this week's moral of the story is patience. Patience. We all need a little bit more patience. Patience with the world, but more importantly, patience with ourselves. And I will beat this dead horse into another universe for as long as I live. I will shout patience at the top volume I can muster um, because we all need more of it. Patience! That's, ex that's it. If anything were to present patience in a way that is digestible, patience! it is screaming it at the top of your lungs violently. Are you in the hospital, man? Patience! <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so please just be patient with others. Be patient with yourself and know that we love you. You pieces of bleep. Yes. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? My moral of the story is don't be Scotty Pippen, man. Don't be Scotty Pippen. Look Jeez. inside your. No, I, I mean. What about Scotty Pippen? What's I'm he supposed it. to do? Scotty Pippen, stop being Scotty Pippen. <laughs> this is true. I, 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 let's get some understanding. And, and I don't mean understanding of each other. I don't mean understanding of. 
of, you know, things and cultures and people around you, the way that we're now fighting with ourselves. I think the key, like you said, to us all fighting with ourselves is understanding ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and that is where I think we're going to find some of it. We'll, we'll need some patience, but also just some, some self-understanding. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. You could blame it all on me, and there's something you know I can't live without it. Oh, yeah, it's about that time that shit is going down. You will leave here with the opposite of frown. It's a podcast. Everybody knows Tyler is my brother, but I've sucked upon his toes. No, he hasn't. I'd like to. I've sucked upon his son's <laughs> toes. Thank you for fixing that. I'm more, I'm more bit him than anything Tyler. else. Tyler. Yeah. Oh, fuck, bro. Yeah. I, I was looking at our at our thing earlier, and it said, one listen today, hell yeah, I suck toes. And I, <laughs> and I found myself thinking, like, I got to go back and listen to that again, man. I, that's one of my favorite things about all these, is that they're these little time capsules. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh. I, uh... I wrote to, not that anybody gives a shit about this, but I wrote to... Nobody cares about anybody. Our, um, <laughs> that's <laughs> depressing. Yeah. Our, um, the, the, the service that we use to host our podcast. OnlyFans. Exactly. Yep. We just got to get the video camera up and running now. I've been crushing chicks like with no cameras there for years. I might as well get paid for it. That's a uh, baby animal crushing fetish, ladies and gentlemen. I've been crushing them chicks. <laughs> the camera hasn't even been on. You've just been doing it by yourself in a room. <laughs> camera? Okay, um, so you what, what, what now? I don't know. You just you and your tangents throw me off. I'm having a tangent. I'm not even ready yet. I'm not even in game mode. Whatever, yet. man. I want people to realize how frustrating you are. Sexually. Yes. Okay, so you wrote a letter to whom? I wrote into our our service, the service that we use to stream the podcast, and asking them about that request. Hey, what constitutes a download? Sure. We want to know exactly what it is that we're getting. Sure. And they have a, a be back soon sign up. We'll be back in two hours, motherfucker. It's the internet. Why the hell do you ever <laughs> be back soon? You can answer me from your phone. I uh, be back from where? I, I I wasn't expecting you at any time. So you telling me that you'd be back soon is actually unnecessary. From the planet Earth, you can answer from literally anywhere. Earth. Mm. Earth. All right. Session ninety four. Today so, is what the twelfth. Today is the thirteenth. One 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 three tres. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure out where to come in there. Tyler. Exactly where to come in. Where? I wasn't expecting any (laughs) follow-up questions to that. (laughs) Really threw me through a loop, buddy. Uh, We're not doing that anymore, (laughs) Tyler. You're disrespecting Week in Review. Um, So, Tyler, you know, speaking of Week in Review, since the very beginning of this show, we have just basically, I don't know if it's us or if it's me, just been drawn 
to segments. At the very beginning of the show, instead of just being a true crime show or a sports show or whatever in between where you have to pick a genre and stick with it, Mm -hmm. we have gravitated to the segments, almost like a talk show. Very much so. We realized very quickly that people weren't necessarily looking out for long, drawn-out diatribes people want that that hit of dopamine immediate gratification in their system and segments was the way to go it was a nice healthy balance between the two and we always tried to figure out how to move from one to the other so i have oh boy i've just turned everything into segments it's a setup no it's a setup no setup i am pitching a new segment idea and i wanted to see if maybe you could help me with some of the ideas for the imaging a segment called what do you think about this a segment called Knock it off. Okay. okay. All a right. segment called Knock It Off. I love saying that. So I'm already hey, on board. Hey, knock it off. Knock it off. That's one of the best things about being a parent. You get to say shit like mm. that. You get to be like, hey, do I look like I'm playing with you? I will bite off another finger. So you didn't say knock it off there, that you were supposed to say knock it off. Oh, that was your. Oh, knock it off or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I'll take the thumb. Knock it off or I'll bite off uh, another an finger. An opposable digit, you piece of shit, which isn't a finger. But. Out of all that, that uh, the emphasis on piece of shit was the most troubling aspect of all of that. You're, there a, dis- was some- you're a disappointment to your mom and me. There was just some real visceral uh, anger behind that. And piece your of shit. real dad. So, how about this for like knock it off? It's a type of person. So like guy who won't let the song finish before he skips to the next one. All of a sudden, you're a fucking DJ. I'm that guy. You're like, are you that that guy? guy. What's the thought process there? Uh, I'm done with the song. I have already run out my enjoyment on this song. Time to move ahead. Do you do that when you're by yourself? Constantly. Oh, wow. See, I always thought it's like you're showing off for me. Like, okay, you got the the adrenaline punch of this song. Check out this song. Hey, guy, knock it off. I thought you were going to tell me that you had forgotten that I did that. You thought I was only doing it with you in the car? No. I do that by myself very rarely. Very, very rarely is there ever a, a song that I complete. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. Let that thing ride out. They they spent, I, I'm not even kidding you, even with the artists, I, I think the way they set the songs up on the album is part of the thought process. So I like to experience it in that way. Well, it, well, I will say that I'm not listening through albums. I listen to one song and then move on. I have a playlist with like 500 and something songs and I just hit random. Songs have become like Pokemon. You just, you got to catch the ones that you like. Fuck you, Clefairy. But we got to move on here. We got to move on because we got too much, we got too much work. Who hurt you, Ryan? Clefairy. (laughs) Clefairy said that she was going to take care of me in the Poka hospital and that bitch is gone. I mean, I've, I've cursed a lot already. Already. Yeah. And, right, I'll bring it down. And I'll a, bring lot it down. Of, a lot of bitches and whatnot. A lot of bitches. Mostly uh, my child. Does that help or hinder? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck them. All right. So, Tyler, another knock it off, a guy knock it off. Would you, would you put guy who openly reads the Bible in that knock it off realm? Uh, generally speaking, yes, but... If you're referring to yourself, you do it within the confines of your own home. Now, if I was to talk about past Ryan, who would read the Bible in the driveway like a shithead. If we had a driveway here, I would be doing it. I'm stuck in that little box back there, bro. Knock it off. I'm in like solitary confinement back there. I hate it. That anybody can walk in on. Me and the lizards. (laughs) Yeah, hey, do you not understand how solitary confinement works? So... Uh, I yes. just, I want to, I, the, and the only reason that I'm reading the Bible is number one, because bestseller, Tyler, New York Times bestseller, we all know that. 
2,000 years running. Who knew? Congrats. <laughs> really got a real run going. Who is this Gideon and what is he doing with all of his money? No, and also I read this in the Bible and I wanted to share it. You tell me what you think because I know that a lot of people can get confused by the Bible and I wonder if this is an example of that. Proverbs 25, 21, and 22, okay? If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. What do you think about that? Yeah, just treat everybody like a human. Even if they are your enemy, mm. even if they are doing something to you, you turn the other cheek. That I, I could understand that as being the blueprint to living a happy life. Well, and that's the only time when you would do it, right? Because you don't need the lesson of give water to the thirsty who are your friends because you don't need to be told to do that. You're my friend. I'll give it to you. Down here in Miami, I think they may still need that little notification. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, so that's 21. Now, here's where some people may get lost. 22, in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head and the Lord will reward you. So now, am I doing nice stuff to you so I can heap burning coals on your head? Your, your messaging has gotten a little lost. Your branding is all off here, Bible. I... Have never, as you know, never been a religious man. What? I, I know, I know that heathen that grew up in the room next to you. It's like that old show, Seventh Heathen. I am that. <laughs> you mother. Hey, the, the father on that show was a child molester, so it's kind of true. Wow. That's also on Sunny in Philadelphia. Big D time disappointment. Dark. Yeah. Um, nah, is, this, he was white. is this a recent thing? Uh, my assumption is he's been doing it for a long time. No. I, I mean, what's he found out recently? Uh, we can review. Oh, wow. We can review oh, dad that's... from seventh heaven, priest, preacher, child molester. Oh, wow. I, I hope. Gr I mean, I don't hope that he did, but I have now put it out there. So for my, no, I'm, not, I'm lying. I hope he is. So anyway, you've never read the Bible. Forgive me for derailing Well, I was going to make a joke about, about being back on board because of what you just said, where I get to heap burning coals on top of somebody's Tyler. head, but then you just did what you just now did. Now it's not the right time to be making jokes, Tyler. We're talking about a child molester, you sicko. Okay, and finally, <laughs> do you have anything here for pregame? I should have asked you that up front. Uh, nope. Uh, and finally, Tyler... I made a huge mistake this week, and this is 100% true, okay? Liberty Mutual, are you f familiar with Liberty Mutual? Putting on quite an advertising press, <laughs> Lemu, The Emu, and all those, those different commercials. Do you can, know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, sure. Can you please promote companies that can actually give us free stuff? The color yellow <laughs> is apparently their deal. I made a huge mistake because they've been sending me quotes, and I clicked on one. And, and expressed interest. Yeah. And motherfucker, there's people knocking on my window at night, like with their face pressed up against the glass. Like, can I offer you a lower <laughs> estimate? They have yep. swatted me. Yep. They are coming at me from all directions, not unlike my youth pastor, Garrett. Hey, Garrett. <laughs> uh, that that is like the lesson that I learned when Big I mistake. when I went looking for a car online Big and mistake. entered in my email. Holy crap! Big man. mistake, man. Woo. I wish the flashlight companies had done this for me. And um, you know, he'll take free stuff from you guys. Absolutely, mm -hmm. and I will. I'll advertise it. I'll wear it on air. And that's that's. A, <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to wear it. I got my. Own. I don't think you're supposed to wear I it. I got it inside me right now, Tyler. Don't think you're using it correctly. Let's do the show. Hey, and I was wrong about the intro. Let's just fucking go ahead and do it. All right.